What's going on, everybody? This is AJ Batista, and you're listening to episode six of the Bombcast. I'm joined by my usual co-host, Mike Morano and Patrick O'Chang. Sports betting is legal in New York. Joe Judge got fired. Dave Gettleman retired. And finally, Georgia beat Alabama in the national championship. Come on, fellas. Oh, man. What a time, huh? I mean, our uh, Raiders were in the playoffs. That's really what matters. Our, our Raiders were in the playoffs. Our Raiders, our Raiders you know, now. Our Raiders and our Bills will meet up one day, hopefully, and we'll have a big time. <clears throat> yeah, it was a pretty, uh, pretty stressful weekend coming back. Um, you, yeah, were you there? Did you watch the game with us, EJ? Because we were all awake. I don't know if you were. On Sunday, what? The Raiders charged? The Raiders charged. Were you awake, too? Yeah, I was awake. Okay. Yeah. I, know, I just feel like AJ's. <laughs> I don't remember who was awake. <laughs> No, that's fair. You, no, but I was awake for that. I watched all through the end, yeah, through the overtime. I can't believe I wanted a tie so, so. Oh, we were so, so close. Family. I wanted I wanted the chaos of a tie. Yeah, I can't believe I, what's his name called the timeout, Staley. His reasoning of, made sense, but at the end of the yeah, day, Yeah, I think like, the reasoning, I, I think people are just kind of flocking to the narrative that, like, Chargers are going to charge her. Oh, my God, they suck. So, like. The Chargers don't charge her. They're cursed. It's a it's a complete different thing. They don't. I don't think. I don't think they fuck up on purpose. They, they're just cursed. You know. Yeah. Um. Sunday was a pretty rough day for me. All in all, um. I woke up early so I could start watching the games because there's a lot of games that I had to watch. Um. Uh, you know, I had the red zone plan. I had the Jaguars game going. Wait, time I was like, did you say you woke up early? Football starts on one o'clock. <laughs> I woke up, early, but you have to. Okay, all right, but you have to. I had to mentally prepare for it because. There's yeah, the mentally prepared for a game at eight twenty. Yes, absolutely. But no, so you but woke up are... early for that. Yes, absolutely. Okay. But but, what time did you wake up? Twelve thirty. <laughs> no, no, I've been doing. No, you guys have no idea. I've been doing real good. I, I've been. I woke up at nine thirty today. Wow. At nine thirty today. Better than me. woke up around like probably ten. No, 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 no. Actually, the day before I woke up at eight thirty. I'm telling you guys, like, I'm a changed It's guy. like a normal, it's a normal schedule. I'm a changed man. Okay? Mike has a job, now he's different. Please don't, all right, you, you, <laughs> all right, yeah, I know. We did fucking two episodes into the, you know, two episodes into this podcast. I'm a, I'm a, I drink two liters of soda every day, and I wake up at 2 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I'm, I'm the fucking worst. <laughs> no, but there was other games that I was watching that could have decided the Raiders' playoff chances before that. So you got to mentally prepare for those games. Like, are the Jaguars going to do something? Or are the Steelers going to lose? I was all up in the Steelers game because I really, I really didn't have any kind of trust that the Raiders were going to win on primetime. So I was just banking out the Steelers would lose, and that didn't happen. What the, a, speaking of the Jaguars, sorry, what the fuck happened to the Colts? Holy shit. That, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> but still, holy shit. I used to defend I, Carson Wentz, thinking he wasn't that bad. That brother sucks. <laughs> I really he, you know, and on, if you look at his stat line this year, it's actually not. It's like he's twenty-seven touchdowns, seven picks. I think that's the most misleading stat line. He only threw the fact that Carson Wentz only threw seven interceptions shocks me because I feel like his intercept. Whenever he throws an interception, it's so bad it should count like as three because he has. He I think he had two this season. He tried to do a shovel pass and he got picked off. I think that should count as at least five each. Just saying that, <laughs> you know, it's like the dude's a, the dude's so weird. I, I just don't understand how he only threw seven picks, but you know, when it, when it, when the big game happens, you know, he can't he can't win. He has to get Nick Foles coming to it. Well, probably four of those interceptions were probably just terrible shovel passes that he was just trying to get out to keep the play going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he tries too hard to get the play going. So, so people kind of put that under more. Um, I mean, by again, he didn't have a bad year. Again, I think it goes. I think it still goes to the narrative that Carson Wentz sucks and everything. Yeah, I mean, could they? Could he have played? 
any worse down the stretch? No. Um, especially if you watch the Hard Knocks videos, if you watch like the, I watched probably the first four episodes, you could just tell Carson Wentz is a big football guy, hates his wife and kids. Um, <laughs> the first I, episode, I, and vaccines. I same vibe, yeah. No, because the first, the first episode, it's first two episodes, like they were, they were kind of circling around how his wife's pregnant and she was about to give birth. And he was like, anything that happens after the game, I'm there. Anything, anything after the game, I'm at the hospital, but I, I'm going to play. I'm going to, and it, 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 he just so, he was just so, it just seemed like he was just so set on just like, whatever happens, happens. If I go, if I come home and I have two kids, I have two kids. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So but if I have the dog, that really matters. That really what matters more. If you got the dogs, you know. Yeah. So uh, I I refuse to watch the last episode of Hard Knocks because I really it's gonna be too depressing. I can't watch it. I watched up until the episode where they played Buffalo. Whatever it was, like the third episode or whatever. I would. That was the last episode I watched, and I was like, nah. I only like it when it's preseason. It's just better. No, I don't. I don't think. I honestly think it's it's really cool to have it in middle of the season, but you just got to depend on which team you pick. You can't go and pick the Jaguars. You can't go and pick the Texans for, you have to pick an exciting team. You got to pick a team. Yeah, I, think, team. I think that's the right team to pick a team. Like, like everyone's saying is going to be good, but somehow mm-hmm. are still like in a spot where they can miss the playoffs. And like they were the perfect choice. Yeah. You got to add the defense of them missing the playoffs and then making the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I, I just thought, I just thought they were going to win because they had the hard knocks on them and it was just going to make for great television if they made the playoffs but mm. uh clearly hard knocks will probably sue the colts for cutting this time short because if i put a lot of money into this thing and they're going to get at least three more episodes out of this and then i'm not what do you think about I'll... course of the ones actually sorry to cut you off aj um, oh, no, no, no. <clears throat> it doesn't narrative that he sucks but carson Wentz doesn't like his his career stats don't really suck even like two years ago he made the playoffs Threw 27 touchdowns, seven picks, three for four thousand yards. Played every game. That was in Philly. Last year in Philly, he was he was horrible. I get that. So that's really what the narrative comes from. He's had one bad year. <laughs> like is it, tore, is it the injuries that kind of? He had last it? year, and I guess so. But he, like his injuries are bad. But he, he tore his ACL in the middle of an MVP season. You know, he was 30. He had, he's throwing seven picks. He's throwing seven picks four times. That's pretty impressive. I think <laughs> I think it is also it is the pick thing because when he throws a pick, it's bad. It, it's yeah. such a bad. So I think that's really what it, that's a. Big I feel like that's the same thing with like Eli was yeah. the same way when Eli like threw a lot yeah. of picks, but like at, at the same time it's like they were his fault. But people saw a lot of picks and so they think he sucks. A lot mm-hmm. of Eli interceptions is like some dickhead couldn't catch the ball, you know. Yeah. Team Nick, boom, you know, intercept. Giants <laughs> lose. Like that's yeah, that was yeah. the entire 2013 to 2018. No, I think I no, I think I actually heard like. um I think I heard it was either Stephen A. or uh, Keyshawn Johnson that were just saying that they were talking about Eli Man's career, and they were just like, it's just highlighted by dickheads not catching the ball. Basically. That's how I describe it. No, that's what I heard, too. Post-2012. And it also, it would always happen in the fourth quarter. Like, it would always bite them at the end. It wasn't Tony, like it was yeah, a- Tony Romo, too. Tony Romo always throwed a nice pick at the end of the game. It was in yeah, Phil Rivers as well. They all the love they, they loved the always- fucking game-losing pick. <laughs> apart in the fourth quarter there was always like one or two maybe three bonehead plays and it would be the picks with the team Knicks or somebody not catching the ball in the fourth quarter that would just cost them. Eli throw overthrowing them <laughs> yeah like, ah. <laughs> and it'd be with like six minutes left and it's just like oh come on guys what the fuck like that happens a lot they get you standing up and they get picked off and all right let me sit back yeah happens a lot <laughs> speaking of the Giants let's go Joe Judge See ya. Yeah, they were. I think Rip they were Bozo. pressured. See 
I think they were pressured into doing it. I don't think they wanted to. I think that, well, they had to, to be fair. I, I you can't you can't hire a new GM and have yeah, a coach there. You can't do them. that. You can't do that. It just was it can't work. Yeah. You can't be like, all right, yeah, here you can be the GM, but you have to keep this bozo who doesn't know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, like, no, I'll go fucking go to Chicago and you know, hire my own coach. But then you know, I think Chicago near the same situation basically, but <laughs> the, the the issue with Joe Judges and it, it may it may just be the, the Belichick thing again. It definitely is. It it definitely is the <laughs> Belichick thing. He reminds me a lot of like Matt Patricia, where he kind of used that he kind fake of tough guy. Use that fake tough guy. Yeah, Patricia did the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And you can't do that to a team that really just doesn't. You get can't it. do it to a rebuilding. I don't think it was a rebuilding team. You know, I think, I think there's a Belichick worked because the Patriots weren't garbage when he got there. I think they were like. A, I, like I think the difference between him and like the Dan Campbell kind of approach because Dan Campbell was kind of that too, but not in this. I, I don't think Dan Campbell's a fake tough guy. I think he just likes. No, he I just loves Campbell, football. I think if I think if I look at Dan Campbell the wrong way, I'm going to lose him. I'm gonna probably exactly. Lose him. He that's a, that's a football guy. Just a football guy. <laughs> but, but the difference between him is that like Dan Campbell, I think believes in his guys. Even if they're they're not the most talented roster, he's going to find a way to utilize you to the best of your abilities. I think with Joe Judge, he was just kind of like. Do it, fucking toughen it. I don't think. I think that this is New York. Get over <laughs> it. You know. Um, I would say that the players and the Lions believe in Dan Campbell. They ride for that motherfucker 100. I I think like, but like maybe last year the Giants probably played for Joe Judge, but like by like week six this year, it's like they gave up. Once Daniel yeah. Jones got, I wasn't hurt, and like the Giants lost the last six games of the season, and it felt like worse. But like it's not like they lost. Like oh, they tried. They were getting washed every game. The offense. Is running fucking quarterback sneaks on the two yard line on their own two yard line, which makes zero sense. Just run the ball, or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. They, they, they I just think the decisions there were just being were, were idiotic. So yeah, Joe Judge, Joe Judge gave off a big like, and I guess this is like pull yourself up by your bootstraps, like that vague yeah. advice where it's like Mike said, just toughen up and do it. But that doesn't help. What am I doing? Right, I feel, a, another problem is I feel like people think that's how Belichick is. In reality, that's not how Belichick is at all. No. If you talk to anyone who played the Patriots, he's not like how they like Patricia or they, they, he just he just I feel like he just commands respect because he's Bill Belichick. No, there was a <laughs> it's like there was a, a like around. Akeem Talib was on um was he on one of the Manning casts, maybe? And he was talking about yeah. Bill Belichick and he was basically like Bill Belichick's got like two rules and he, he lets you do whatever you want. You just, just show up on time and know your shit. That's yeah. all. And then if it's not, then he He's not going to yell at you. You're just not going to play, or you're not going to be part of the organization anymore. Like it, it can't get any more simple than that. You know, like show up on time and and do what you're told. Doesn't work for every coach. Again, like Pat said, that works for Bill Belichick because Bill Belichick's Bill Belichick. Like that's not going to work for Joe Judge. Joe Judge doesn't have the the like. Um, it may have worked under Bill Belichick, but he doesn't have the same kind of like. I don't know. He's not, not a he's not a genius, I would say. He's I mean, not a right. A, a yeah. genius, so he can't he, exactly. Also, he doesn't have the resume. Years. He doesn't have like the yeah. you know the the kind of x amount of years in the league where yeah. he kind of commands that respect and people give it to them. Like yeah. you know, Belichick's got his kind of uh, you know he's got his uh, stripes under in, in New York. Um, you know, head coach in Cleveland, he's been there. Goes yeah, to the like, Jets for five seconds. You know, was with the sounding <laughs> Jets head coach for a little bit. Um, and then you know, then you get these guys that that try to do that right away, and then every every um, owner wants the next Bill Belichick right away, 
And so yeah. you hire these guys and you're so for it. You're so for their new mentality because it, it, it sounds awesome in a press conference when you first hire them. I think people were blown away by Joe Judge when he first got his when he when he had his first press conference with the Giants because it was like it was new, it was refreshing. It was, you know, we're finally gonna get a guy who, you know, could wrap his um, you know, wrap his head around the team and 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 have these guys to rally for. But again, if you're not showing results and you're still going to that podium and saying the same bullshit every day, at, at some point it grows stale and at some point you you can't go around I, I really I really think the nail in the coffin, I I really think they were gonna bring him back. I think the nail in the coffin, besides Gettleman retiring, because I think if Gettleman doesn't retire, I think obviously Judge is back. Well, Gettleman was getting fired anyway, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But I think the nail in the coffin is when he starts talking about how other guys call him every day and ask him to be, you know, want to be part of the Giants, even though they're getting paid more. Yeah. That doesn't matter. That, and it, it also, it wasn't, wasn't believable. It, it wasn't believable. And even if it is, even if fucking Colt McCoy is calling Joe Judge and asking to be, please be a part of his quarterback system, like it doesn't matter because Colt McCoy is a fucking Cardinal. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like other yeah. guys, they're playing for other organizations. It doesn't matter. They're not part of the team. So why are you worrying about guys that are getting paid by other teams? I, yeah, like that whole, that whole 12 minute monologue or soliloquy, whatever the word is that he went on. It's an that ego. really, it was an ego thing and it just killed him. That killed him dead. That was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Didn't kill him alive. Killed him dead. Because <laughs> it dead. just it just showed that he just he lost it. Like not only did he lose everybody, he lost it. Like that was it. That it was done. It just yeah. it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. They're not asking these guys to come out in the first year and change everything around. They're not asking for that. I mean, Flores, I think, is the, is a good example of that. Um, you know, first year the, the Dolphins weren't good, but they played. They played every day. Like they, they yeah, they were hard. They, yeah, they, they remember how they it was like oh they're taking for Tua. They were like they were like oh the Dolphins the worst team of all time. They're like oh and like something, and they finished the season five and eleven. Yeah, or something yeah. like that. It was a pretty crazy like feat. The so slow I, rebuild always works. It's the slow rebuild. You I, don't, this, I don't think there's a slow rebuild thing in football. It's just because football is so unpredictable. It doesn't look the Bengals. They didn't slow rebuild. They sucked forever. They dra- Burrow got drafted last year. They, they won the division. Oh, truly. It's complete. Yeah. Like, football, the rebuilds. Look at the Bills. They've been rebuilding for 20 years. It took them basically 20 years to get a quarterback. And two years later, Super Bowl contenders. You know, the Chiefs, not the Chiefs. They were a playoff team forever. But it's just yeah. football's just the most unpredictable thing. They're fucking Raiders. They shouldn't be in the playoffs. No offense, Mike. They you know what I mean? That team has no one on it. It's just Derek Carr and Hunter Arnpro fucking around. And I think, you know what I, I mean? Think, <laughs> I think we should go back into that, that, that Raiders charge game just for a quick second. Um, I, w- I didn't look at my phone. I think I looked at my phone at kickoff, halftime, and then and then the end of overtime. Like, I didn't look at my phone at all. I looked back. I got like 140 messages. And um, one bottle of Snoop Dogg wine down. I was feeling <laughs> so good. Because um, I was nervous the entire time. And um, But I think, it's, I think it goes with Basaccia, too. I think Basaccia uh, is a guy that, like, again, didn't try to – create a whole new culture within the within half the season and try this whole new change. He just kind of took what he got and, you know, he's a trusted guy. He was, he was in the, within the Raiders organization and then just kind of let the guys do what they felt like they had to do to win again. And, you know, you kind of put a lot of your trust in your quarterback who's been there pro- longer than Basaccio was. Um, I think this is Derek Carr's third head coach, I believe. Oh, no, I can't be his third. There was someone before. It has to be fourth, right? Because there, there was someone before Del Rio, right? Uh, Shell, I think Art is it Art Shell? I don't know. When was Derek Carr drafted? 
Derek Carr was drafted in 2014. So maybe, I don't know. Was, Del, was, was Gruden right after Jack Del Rio? Yes. Oh, so maybe this is... Del Rio lasted up until 2017, I believe. 20, like, end of 2018, uh, end of 2017, 2018. Um, so, so I think... Um, I think when you're trying to find the right right head coach, I don't. I, I think team owners are looking too hard into trying to get a guy who says the right things that you want to hear, um, and immediately trying to change everything around the first day. I think they just they they want a coach that fans are going to like automatically, and I I don't think that's necessarily the greatest thing. This is all Derek Carr's fifth coach. Because it was Dennis Allen that fired midseason, then Sperano took over, then oh, Del Rio, right. then Gruden, then uh, now Versace, which is not his real name. What do you mean? That's not how you actually say it. It's not, it's whatever, I forgot how you actually say it, but. Isn't it Versace? No, it's like, wait, I think that's how they say it in part of my take. But it's oh, like no, they say Versace. Oh, so Basachi's the actual. Okay. Basachi the is the real name. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's what I think. <laughs> but I forgot which one was which. You know, I got, yeah. But shout out him. Yeah, I think I think um, you 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 know you want a head coach that's gonna, you know, cl- click with the players and actually believe in the guys he has, not worrying about guys that aren't on the team. Yeah, that was weird. I yeah, I think the Belichick, you know, these Belichick tree things, just it can't work in the NFL. It's not gonna work. I think college, if you put them in college, Saban's a Belichick guy. Saban. Yeah, he is. Yeah, and look, yeah. it works in it, it works in college because you have complete control over the team. I think the problem, because everyone knows that Belichick has the final say based on the Patriots roster. And so when they try to go somewhere else, like this is, I think that's why Ford got fired. He wanted to complete control of the Dolphins. And to yeah. be fair, he probably, should, he probably should have at least gotten a, a say in, like, the quarterback more. And then, like, you know, here's Tua. He can, he's the weirdo who throws left and he can only throw 10 yards. But – it's like it, you can't do that in the NFL. It's just good. There's going to be people above you who are going to say, "No, I'm the. This is the GM. You're the coach." There's just going to be only a certain amount of people. Like Andy Reid doesn't have control of everything. I'm pretty sure. You know what I mean? I'm trying to think of coaches who have just been there forever. This is, I think it's just Reid and Belichick off the top of my mind. But like John Harbaugh, he doesn't have control of the, the Ravens' the front office. You know? So yeah, I think I think there's I a think, level of trust that you have to have, and yeah. when once you start asking. For complete control of everything, it, it just kind of shows that you're not. Tr- I think this has to be a two-way trust between the owner and the uh, coach and the general manager, and then, you know, back, you know, vice versa. And I think that's. I think that says a lot about your personality. Of, you know, can you let the guys higher up? Can you trust them? Not not saying that they can't be left out of things, and then they're kind of you stuck with guys. But to ask for full control, like the, the Bill O'Brien thing, that didn't work out. Did not work. It was the like, and I, I don't think okay. I, I don't like Bill O'Brien as a coach. I don't, some people do. I think he got away because you know he had talent on his team. That's what, and he did. He barely won his divisions. Oh, he made the playoffs, but you know, he played in the AFC. He played in the AFC South when the Jaguars still sucked, and Andrew Luck was taking that three-year fucking leave of being injured. So doesn't really mean much to me. But you know, the first thing he did as GM was tr- trade his best player. No, he's second best player, I would say. Right after he finally got a quarterback who, you know, when playing was a top 10 quarterback. And, you know, that, you know, I'm not going to say his name because he's a predator. But, <laughs> um, yeah, he had a top 10 quarterback, a top, the, I'll be the best receiver in the league. And he traded him for a running back that hadn't been good in three years for like cap purposes or some shit. It, it was a very weird move to do in like a second round. It wasn't anything good. It's just, it was just like, I don't know. 
It's just like once you're a coach in the gym, your agenda starts sitting. So you don't like a guy. You might just you might oh, let me trade him for you yeah, because I think it's better. And now the Texans, you know, I mean they're not in a horrible spot, but you know, Watson wants to leave. If he, I just said it, man, I just said it wasn't. But <laughs> he wants to leave. You know, Hopkins is starting Arizona. Fucking wants out. But Davis Mills, baby. He's the future. They got a. I'm pretty sure they got like a dude, like one of those like crazy like mega church pastors running the team or some shit. It's very weird. <laughs> so, what do you guys think? Like, where would somebody like Brian Flores go? Because if he wants full control of the team, that's not like you guys said. That's not going to work in the NFL. So, where would a coach? Would he do better in college? Not saying he wants to go to college or he should go to college, but would he do better in a college program? That's looking for a head coach. Yeah, I feel like most like NFL coaches could do well in college just simply because they can pick who they want or they can try to convince who they want to come through. Yeah, different. And and especially now, you can pay the players crazy money. It's a completely different thing. But he still has probably a a job in the NFL. If he doesn't get a head coaching job, he'll get a defensive coordinator job. You know what I mean? It's not, and Flores, yeah. like, unlike Patricia, Matt Patricia actually wasn't good at his job in New England, so it was weird how he got the job. Because he was a, remember everyone was like, oh, he's a good defensive coordinator. He's a Patriots guy. The Patriots gave him 45 points in the Super Bowl to the Eagles that year. Their defense wasn't good. The yeah. next year, they Patricia, was, I'm pretty sure, was gone. I don't know if he was in Detroit or not at that point, but he, he made, I forget what it was. But they gave up three points in the Super Bowl. Three. 45. The, the year before. It's fucking crazy. So it's like, I don't know. He'll probably get, a, a, if anything, he'll get a DC job somewhere. But, uh, I, I think Flores I can see the Bears maybe going after him or something like that. Say, that's exactly what I was going to say. I think they were interviewing for him. But. Yeah, I was about to say, didn't he have an interview with them? T- was it yesterday or something? Or was it just announced yesterday? yesterday? Okay. I think they announced like, they was like interested in them or something like that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Flores gets another opportunity. Um, but I, Vic Fangio, too. He might just get a DC job. Like, his defenses are very good. He's, he's not a head coach. He yeah. just sounds everything. Yeah. I agree. I think that Fangio may get. I'm sorry to cut you off. Again. Zimmer too. Like I'm just looking. All three of these guys are all good like, defensive coordinators. Zimmer, Fangio, and Flores. They all get a job. Not Nagy. Nagy sucks. Um, it's two years crazy. Ago, Nagy, a job, but. Yeah, Nagy had that one good season. He had that that first. What was it? His first Golden season Bowl. as a coach. Well, the defense, great... yeah, the Bears had the best defense in the league that year. The wide, yeah. they were wide receiver one in fantasy. They're being like 16 points a game. Um, and then it was a hard. Wasn't horrible, there. you know. And then the double doing happened. And I mean, he made two playoffs in four years. To be fair, yeah. mm-hmm. so you gotta, you gotta give him some credit. But they, I think they, they ended, fucked up Trubisky. Finished they, above five hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he only had, I think, but like, he had six wins this year. He finished nine and seven last year. I think he was eight and eight the second year. He was eight, and twelve eight, and four the first yeah. year. Yeah. So he, you know, his record is not bad, but uh, his think, play calling was atrocious. So I think when you're looking in Chicago, I think you need uh, a head coach. That kind of caters to quarterbacks. Um, if, they can, yeah, if they can figure out fields, they'll be fine. Like I said, I think maybe Doug Peterson is a good maybe. option for Chicago. Um, yeah, I think Peterson may be good. Um, I don't know. See, the thing about the the, the new rounds of the the top sexy, hot, steaming, smoking, really attractive <laughs> new coordinators that come out, like Left Witch, now is 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 getting a lot. Uh, how do you say the, in in Buffalo? Dot, Dabble. Um, dabble, yeah. Dabble. Um, a lot of these new coordinators are going to come. I mean, even uh, Biennemi will probably get his, his second round of head coaches. It'll be his third. His third or eighth. Yeah. I've been hearing Eric Biennemi for a <laughs> while now. Um, I'm interested in see how where those guys land because they were a part of that head coaching cycle and they decided to stay. And then, again, they're going to make their rounds again. There's a lot of there's a lot of different ones, but I think I still think the most desirable one um, 
thinking if the Raiders keep Asachia, which I think they do for at least one more year, um, I think I, I still think Jacksonville is 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 a place that they're going to be good, and I think that's a place that a lot of head coaches would want to resign because uh, no. reside because no. <laughs> there's no way. No, I can't, I can't see it happen. They're not good. They yeah, got, they, 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 they don't don't they, it's like the, Jacksonville's yeah. two years away from doing anything, and the division's pretty good. I think that's their problem too. They got to deal with Tennessee and Indianapolis. Are they top, are they top three in cap space this year? Probably. That doesn't mean anything. The Jets were top three in cap space last year. What are the Jets going to do? Okay, with well, Jets and Jaguars, talk with me. They're the <laughs> same thing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't see anyone. I don't think Trevor. One Trevor Lawrence looks like mid at best. You know, I mean, he's. They can probably figure it out, but there's a lot of things wrong with Jacksonville. But it's, also a lot it's, of things. It's deep rooted in the team. It's kind of like you know, what team is it? I don't know. The, the, there's a lot of problems with Jacksonville. I, I, I would know. say Denver is definitely the most – if they can get a fucking quarterback, Denver will be oh, the Oh, I forgot, about, I forgot about Denver. Yeah. Denver is very good. quarterback, though. They, if they get a quarterback, they'll be fine. But I don't think Ross or Rodgers or whatever the fuck else is rumored to leave is leaving. But, but I, I just think with Jacksonville, I think when you look at their last game, I think that Jacksonville showed what they can do. It, it's weird because Jacksonville in like – random spree like against buffalo like their defense just showed up like i think they actually have like a, a, a you know an all right defense it's just that i i think there was just way way too many distractions this year for them to even count um you know i think it turned trevor lawrence and it put him in an awful spot um so i look at it number one draft pick i, I don't know if it does anything this year because the draft is not great but if you pick up if they go, uh, they're going they go to probably defense. Or they go at um, Kevon Thibodeau. Um, That's his name, yeah. Is that, is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah. I, maybe. I, I, I haven't really done my homework on those guys because I really just haven't been interested in this uh, draft. Well, that's why I'm your team makes the playoffs. You don't have to worry about the draft. <laughs> don't got to worry about the draft, all right? That's why I'm your team makes the playoffs. Um, winning is a whole different story. Um. But again, I was just happy that they made the playoffs, the Raiders, because yeah, uh, I think I was a senior in high school last time I watched them play against a Brock Osweiler led. The Raiders and Giants were the playoffs senior. Yeah. Oh, 2016. Yeah. That was the last time. Wow. Okay. And the Lions were in that playoffs too. Were they? Yeah. Who lose to? Who did lose to? Not Green Bay. Seattle. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Mm. Had to Seattle. We lost to Seattle. Um. Or Detroit or LA. I'm going to. I want to. I want to. I want to move this conversation to the, like the playoffs in general, real quick. Mm-hmm. Sure. I. What. What player do you guys think kind of has the most to prove in this. Uh, in this playoff round. Aaron like, Rodgers. You think Rodgers has the most to prove? He hasn't been in the Super Bowl in twelve years. Almost. Okay. Like well, you don't have to get. You know. You don't have to get like. No, it's just like if, if Aaron like Rodgers again just losing the title game again. It's like what the hell are we doing here? You know what I mean? It's like he's all making all his comedy all season. Oh my god, I don't know if I'm gonna come back. He comes back, we do the same thing. They can't just keep, and you know, it's they not like they're a bad it. team. Yeah. Three straight years, they've been 13 and three. It's like it's pretty weird at this point that they can't get over to home. I understand Brady's great and all, but I don't even think the Bucks aren't a threat because their entire team's hurt, in my opinion. I, I think, don't know. You cannot, you cannot. I, I'm not gonna count out Tom Brady. I'm just saying that right. their team is hurt. If there's a time to beat the Bucks, it's now. The yeah, right. it's Mike Evans and Gronk. Is undefeated. It's so undefeated. Well, they're and dunking it too. A bunch of no names. It's not like Edelman's gonna come out retirement and be there. Next man up, huh? I don't know. If uh, Andy was still playing, so there's a different story. I picked him today. But now that he's gone, Dalvin's out for the year. 
I think Fournette can't play until maybe like division around. Mike know. Evans should. Um, Mike Evans is fine. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, he'll be back. Him and Gronk. If, 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 it depends on Gronk. Yeah. I don't know if the, the Bucks are right for the taking. Stafford's fraud. Um, that, uh, but that's what I'm saying. I think, I think Stafford too has something to prove. I would say. That's what I'm saying. That was my pick. Yeah. Stafford. If, I think I, Stafford's 0 three in the playoffs. And Not, hey, hey, should be one of his losses doesn't count. The, the Cowboys. Play. Yeah, the Cowboys phantom pass interception uh, interference <laughs> call. And, you know, which is why I don't care if that's caught or not. The Cowboys shouldn't have been in that game. So, simple as that. <laughs> Ball don't lie at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I really like Stafford. I really hope that he could exercise a lot of demons that he's been kind of uh, been dealt with his entire career. I'm not, and I'm not even trying to make the cliche, oh, you played for Detroit, you know. I, I just think that um, I, hope he gets, I hope he gets at least to the conference championship, you know. I, I know there's a tough to, road. I know they're supposed to win the Super Bowl. But I just think for Stafford's sake, if he could just get to the conference championship, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a tough road, though, for him. It's like he has to be, he had to be Arizona. Hard. And depending on who wins between Dallas and San Francisco, he had to play Tampa or Green Bay in the second round. He didn't have to face one of those one of those two anyway in the conference championship. Yeah, the NFC is definitely has – I'll say Dak also has something to prove a little bit. He's getting like, a lot of money. I, I, yeah, it's it's that. I, I, if the Cowboys lose, though, they're not going to blame that. They'll blame McCarthy, which is probably fair because he's not They'll blame McCarthy. But, you know, he's just kind of there vibing. So, but he'll get away with that. But he dies a little bit. Big Ben has something to prove. Big Ben, one more year. <laughs> you should have, you should have video of Big Ben rocking that Raiders helmet. During when he yeah. Was, yeah. Dude, the way he was turning his head, like, it was so weird because he put, he shoved that helmet on his head. It was clearly too small for him. And then he's sitting at the TV, and then he tilts his head a little bit. And it, it's like I don't, I don't know if he's just un, I, th- I just think he's unable to really move like a regular human being anymore. Oh, yeah, have you ever seen? Have you seen him play quarterback? He can't <laughs> move anymore. <laughs> yeah, have you seen him standing on it's the pretty, sideline? I, I can't believe they gave the the Chiefs and the Steelers the prime time playoff game. Like it's Sunday night. They gave that Sunday night football game. I understand it's Big Ben's last game, probably, but and it's Mahomes. But they had the Patriots and the Bills, and the Cowboys and the Niners, which is a you know historic rivalry. They picked a blowout, a most likely blowout, because we just saw it two weeks ago. It was like thirty to ten. <laughs> I, I really, it's pretty much just because of Big Ben and Mahomes. That's it. That's the only reason. It's just he gets a lot of love for someone who's a fucking rapist. That's all I'm saying. Oh my god, <laughs> two times. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I think that was interesting. I think the uh, I think the Raiders Bengals at one o'clock on Saturday makes the most sense because it's just kind of like a. It's four o'clock on Saturday. Oh, it's a four o'clock. Same thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, that the, makes sense. Completely. That is that's the Bengals. Like I think they said on part of my take. That's usually the Texans spot, but the Bengals, It's always been the Bengals spot in reality. But at the same time, I, know, I think I think this might have been uh, the divisional round. The Bengals, the Bengals, uh, Steelers game where the AB died from Watchers perfect. Yeah, that was a primetime game on CBS. That was a primetime game. Oh. Yeah, uh, I, I, I expect the Bengals to win. Um, they beat the shit out of them earlier this year. I forgot they, they played. Beat, well, yeah. that, a lot of it was garbage time too. Uh, Car threw a pick late. Oh. Um, so I think that a lot of that was garbage time too. But I mean, like again, the Bengals I think are just too hot. But again, it's like who do you trust? You trust Cincinnati to finally get the over the hump, or do you trust the Raiders to finally get over? Someone's got to lose. Someone, someone's got to mess up. No ties in playoff football. No ties. They can't tie this time. So, 
Uh, I got my money on Cincy. I think they jump out of the gun really quickly, and they don't look back. Um, but just fine. I'm cool with it. Yeah, I, I, I like it, too. I, I want Joey B to do well. Oh, I love Joe Burrow. I Joe Burrow is so cool. Oh, he's the best. <laughs> I, I, I want him to do I was that. a big Herbert guy, man. I'm becoming a big Joe Burrow guy now. He's the and, best. and the funniest thing that I've been seeing on Twitter, it's the funniest thing that I've ever seen, quite possibly in my entire life. Yes. And I've seen a lot of things that are funny because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a funny guy. Um, <laughs> is is a picture of Joe Burrow, right? But but it's Macaulay Culkin's face. And then you got Derek Carr. And who's the who's the sidekick to Joe Pesci in Home Alone? The other guy. Yeah, I don't know the other guy's name. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you mean. There's yeah. two of them, yeah. Funny, funniest thing, because they, 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 they think they've compared Derek Carr to that guy all, all Oh, year. Buzz. Never mind, that's the brother. Um, Harry is Joe Pesci. Daniel Stern is Marv. Yeah, Marv. Marv. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. That, that's pretty funny stuff, guys. <laughs> um, so, uh, so betting is finally legal. In New oh, York, yeah. I know Mike. Not for you, not in D.C. or Maryland. No. But betting is finally, and I mean, I signing up for all the sports book. I sports books. I signed up for three out of the four: FanDuel, DraftKings, and Caesars. What's the fourth? It's called like Rush Sport or something like that. There's a you're signing up for third-party apps now because you're able to gamble. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I couldn't have made it more complicated for myself. I screw, first of all, I down accidentally signed up through the, the fantasy, fantasy app, which I didn't know then you could just sign in with your fantasy account on the sportsbook apps. So I disabled my fantasy account. And when I went to sign up on the sportsbook apps, it said you can't sign up because your accounts are so your information is associated with a disabled account. So it was just a nightmare of trying to get things to sign up. And then you didn't get how they were giving away all the money with the free promotions. I didn't get anything. So I kept having a contact customer support but if you guys were betting men this weekend who would you bet on who's covering the spread money line over under whatever who would you bet on oh you want to hear my parlays okay cool i i would go the bucks i would bet on the what's, bucks. The, what's the spread the bucks will come oh, it's like six and a half i'm pretty sure make a look i i would bet on the, the, bucks bucks the eagles i would say they, they would oh i wouldn't be so quick to put the bucks in right away um, against the Eagles, I wouldn't be so quick. I mean, you got to think it'll. I mean, for me, it's, I, I look back to last year's wild card round, and the 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 uh, yeah, the Bucks are eight and a half right now. So actually, yeah, I, I, I can see the Eagles would cover. That's maybe. what I'm saying. I, I I would take Eagles plus eight and a half. Oh, uh, um, Steelers are twelve and a half. Too many points. <laughs> no, well, but they won by twenty two weeks ago. That's the Chiefs. That's what I'm saying. So it's good. I think we dismissed playoff Big Ben and Ray Ray McLeod. We saw playoff Big Ben last year. He fumbled in the second play of the game. <laughs> <laughs> no, that 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 one I would take the points on. But I think with the Bucks, I think I think I take the Eagles plus eight and a half because the last time the Bucks played an NFC East team uh, in the wild card, it got it was like one of the it was I think it was the Bucks probably the Bucks. Um, most competitive game. What? In the playoffs last year. That was the Redskins. Sorry, football team. Sorry, Commanders. I said, I said, I said, looking back to last year. Yeah, that's the, yeah, yeah, but like teams the that football teams. Be, I'm saying, I, I would say last year's football team was better than this year's Eagles. You know, only simply because this year's Eagles lost to the Giants, so they can't actually be good. <laughs> that's true. That's the 
that was a running theme throughout this year is that every team, every team was like fraudulently good. Like same thing with like the Cardinals. They had a couple of bad losses. Cardinals like, like every, 9 and 0. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> was and out of nowhere, too, in the beginning of the season, yeah, they were undefeated and nobody was talking about it. That was a big thing throughout that's the a, season. That, I mean, that's just a clip. That's just a clip Kingsbury led team. Going is that it was it was just so because teams were losing games they shouldn't have and other teams were winning games they shouldn't have it's really weird like you said with the eagles lost to the giants so that was that was a big running theme uh throughout this whole season i don't know i still gotta again it's tom brady in the playoffs i still just gotta take the bucks i'm still gonna go with the bucks i also am still trying to fully understand everything with betting so I'm mostly sticking and to you're money betting line. money on something that you don't. <laughs> it's know. not our but, money, Mike. Mike, it's not our money though. So yeah, it's, it's still the promotion. It's still the promotion's guys, money. So I don't care what I do. Also, that's not me. That is not me. I would never call that. <laughs> I am still sticking with money line bets because that is the only one I feel comfortable with because I understand it. I it's the I winner. Still, yeah, it makes it yeah. the winner. So I, the spread I, makes I, sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So wait, time out. The playoffs, money line. Send it. That is what I'm doing. Okay, so you guys remember this summer where at the bachelor party and I got into an argument with everybody because I didn't understand how like odds work. Uh huh. All they had to do. This is all they had to explain to me. <laughs> if I bet a hundred dollars at someone who's minus one fifty or plus one fifteen, whatever the fuck it is, I make a hundred. I, I make. A, they give me two hundred fifteen dollars. They weren't saying that. They're saying no, you win one hundred fifteen. So in my head is like, oh cool, I won fifteen dollars. That's it. No. Yeah. If they told me you win two hundred fifteen dollars, I would have got it, and the argument would have been set. Yeah. Up. But these idiots don't like fucking say anything ever. Because <laughs> you get because it's like a technically thing because like you get your bet back, get your money and, back. No one told yeah. me you get your money back. So if they just yeah. told me that, I'm like, oh, that it would end the whole yeah. argument. They gotta make it. Like, oh, no, but you make fifteen dollars because this is like, shut the fuck up. Just say this is how much money I get. <laughs> I was, like, I was on your side with that. Yeah, 100%. Because it, it's like technically, like, the what they should have said is the profit is 100 whatever. Or whatever yeah, it is. That's what I'm saying. No, what I asked, what I asked yeah. is like, if I bet $100 and it, like, they took that out of my bank account and then I, I with the 115 how much money did it end up? They were like 115 which is not true. That would be 215 I think, actually, no, at that point, it might have been 115 because it was, it was minus 115 the, the odds. It's because you only win $15 off of that, I'm pretty sure. But... You know, that's all they had to say. You get your money back, and then whatever you want. Yeah, this is this. I, th- I think New York passing this law is quite possibly the worst thing that's ever happened to New York. Um, that's not. That's not true. Well, <laughs> the first twelve hours of it being legal, New York became the number one state in the country for sports betting. In the first well, twelve it makes, hours, it makes like the third most. Popular. I don't think California and Texas have it, so it makes sense. Yeah, no, they don't yet. Yeah, yeah. and it seems awesome. And maybe it's just because I'm saving my money like a very smart guy. And I totally Mike, well, once again, I have not spent any actual. I, I almost have money. Luke, Luke, tried to, Luke almost lied to me. Luke goes, yo, you could put $150, $150 on the Knicks game right now if they score. And so I put, I deposit money for a second. He's like, wait, wait, don't do it. <laughs> the odds are missing. The match is 50. <laughs> so I put the money back in my bank account. <laughs> yeah, it's not funny yet. So I guess it's okay. But for me, I would have already been out. I'm up uh, 150. That's why I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I'm not the type of person that has addictive personality. So I think, I think <laughs> if I lose, I, if I would close the app and just call it a day. Um, Yesterday, I was like, all right, I put a bunch of bets as a guy. I'm not opening the app and I, I, until the game's over. I opened it like at fucking like 11 all the games and it lost everything. <laughs> it was like Chris Paul, 2 3 is the win. Motherfucker made 1 3. <laughs> I, I, bet, 
across all three apps, I bet Alabama for all different kinds of bets on Monday. Oh, did you, I, oh, you should have live bet Georgia like I did in the third quarter. <laughs> That's see, I didn't do that. In the third quarter, I, I had the draft. He's like, put all, I said, all right, Georgia. Did you win any money from Screamed that? Yeah, like, I got like TV. I've never screamed at anything I've ever watched like I was screaming Monday night at Alabama because they were just – I mean, first of all, I was losing my mind because it was the, the second – at least? No, again, stuck to the money line. The over is not that hard. It's if they score <laughs> over this many points. <laughs> Trust it. Oh I don't have good God. luck like that. Hey, well, the over the money line. The over was looking ugly like halfway through the third. But it, got, it got nice real quick. You, Another th- – I think your downfall, when anyone's downfall when it comes to betting, is it when they, they really study and they really look into it and they look into the past matchups. And look I've been doing that low-key. Like, okay, and Bede's made this many points in the last couple of games, boom. You have to just <laughs> not think and just put it down. And and you'll end up the, the, the most... The, With football, that's what I've been doing. I just be most, like, all right. The most, un, not even undeserving, but the most, like, the people that put the least amount of thought into it end up winning. The, that's the true. Another thing I did was there was, like, a bet. You just... Bet like I think it was twenty bucks or whatever for either team to score a touchdown, and you get twenty dollars and twenty cents back. So I figured, all right, let's just do that for a fun bet. There was seven minutes in the in the second quarter left, and neither team had scored a touchdown. It was nine to six with all field goals, and I was losing my goddamn mind until I don't think a touchdown in that game was scored until the third fucking quarter. It was. I was. I was losing my mind at that. I was like, am I really about to lose out on 20 bucks because neither team has scored a touchdown yet? But, I mean, Alabama just fell apart in, in, in the fourth quarter. What's his name from, from Georgia who shouldn't have been in the game? Stetson Bennett. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. been seeing a lot of Stetson Bennett, like Derek Carr comparisons for some reason on Twitter, and I don't like it at all. That's the, I mean, Derek Carr is an actual quarterback, though. Since Ben is not leaving Georgia, <laughs> like he's not going to be there so, ever. Since so. going to graduate with like an engineering degree and then just kind of live his life and never yeah. have to pay for anything in Athens, Georgia, ever again, anyway. Also, it's it's the cruelest thing that the NCAA makes these players go on Good Morning America at eight thirty the next morning. After being Benson hammered, who was not alive. If you saw that picture of him on what the Today Show or Good Morning America, whatever he was on, one of those morning shows. The man was not alive. He how was not times, present. Like, how many interviews are you going to make this kid do when they keep saying the same thing that he was a walk-on? At some point, you just got to stop responding. You, you got to stop. It, you got to think of something new. It's because the story. So your name's Stenson. No, let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the biggest miss I had in the bet so far, um, it was the, the Chargers-Raiders game. I had Eckler scoring, Renfro scoring, Josh Jacobs over 60 yards, the over, I had Mike Williams under 54 yards, Hunter Renfro over 62 yards. Mike Williams had 100 and fucking like 10 yards within the game, and Renfro had like 12. So if I just swapped those two, I would have won like fucking like $2,000. <laughs> oh, yeah. Some update from, update from last week. I lost in my fantasy championship. Second place, I only got my money back. Not the end of the world. But if the other guy, I was projected to lose, but if the other guy didn't have Eckler playing, in the eight o'clock game, I would have won by six points because his whole team sucked. What was the wow. cash out? What? What was like? It was the... going to be one eighty, I think. Okay. Yeah. That's so much money but I lost think, out on too. I think he got one eighty. If he didn't have Eckler playing in the eight o'clock game, I would have won by six points. And Dalvin Cook is dead to me. 
Four, to the call. Four the points. Points. Stupid two-week championship game. Four points in the first week. Nine points in the second week. Torrent performance. Yeah, and I, and I have something to do with Pat losing, because I did trade Pat Dalvin Cook. Yeah, Mike has, my, Mike has my third-round pick because of Dalvin Cook. Yeah, so... Um, Which worked because he had like a forty-point game at like a total. I was like, "Oh, okay, this is fine." And yeah. he decided not to play the last two weeks. Ridiculous. Like, if he has like sixteen points week in the week, whatever, I win. Yeah, so I need sixteen. I'm gonna have to start making a bunch of business trips to New York just so I can place bets and try. You just go to New York. You just go to. You can just go to New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to make the trips. Like, ah, oh, he's popping in Jersey. I, I just don't want to give Jersey my money. That you is know? true. And it's the same thing with like Fulton, New York. I was very close to getting both in New York and New Jersey are just like in the same category. No, New Jersey's fine. Like it's just something that you pre- you know you prefer not. You to. prefer not to be there. It, I, I mean, say. listen, I love Wawa in 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 Jersey. What's Wawa have to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I I love Wawa. I love that I don't have to pump my own gas and whatnot. Um, it's possible. I I don't mind that. But anyway, but no, I just think it's weird how they you can't pump. They they don't let you. They have to. You know what? It's, 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 it's great. Didn't I, did I have to tip out. them? I just spent forty dollars on gas. <laughs> Imagine that. My um, my friend Will, um, when we would get, um, when we would get gas, and uh, he'd get gas in Jersey a lot, or uh, if I was like with him, and he would um tell the guy to fill it up regular, and then you have to give him his debit card, and he asks for a zip code for it, and Will would um. Just not tell him the zip code, and just say one two three four five six really fast. <laughs> <laughs> he would do that all the time. He thought it was the funniest thing ever. He would just give the guy uh, his debit card and be like, "What zip code?" He go one two three four six really fast, and so and he and he got the gas. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what they, I don't know what they needed it for, but it worked. <laughs> but sometimes you have fun with it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> but yeah, the. They're not having to pump your own gas thing in Jersey. It's kind of nice. It is. I don't mind it. I mean, if it's cool yeah. outside, yeah, I get it. I just don't feel like uh, I should tip somebody for fucking pressing two buttons. That's, you know. I don't, I don't mind I, it. I'm not tipping you for hitting something. I feel like tips should be for something that I, I can't do. You know what I mean? Well, I'm not going to serve mean, myself at a restaurant. Well, this is a what are you? You're not giving the guy like a $5 tip. You're giving him like two bucks. It's okay. Not like and that's a whole <laughs> gallon. I think tipping needs to have a minimum no matter what. Give me a- well, what would that minimum be, though? I've heard places that make you t- just give you the tip. Like, if you go to Hibachi, they always have the tip that's included. Imagine yeah. So let me pay. Yeah, here. Oh, my God. My $10. It's so much smarter. Why should I sit there on my app? Oh, what's this? I, I know a fifth of most things. Are. It's not hard, but. <laughs> I think the minimum for a tip, like, and, and, but I mean, again, yeah. if you're if you are talking about, like, restaurant and then you have to, I'm not saying you have a $5 tip or you pay 40 bucks or something, something like that. But I'm saying, yeah. like, just like, you know, if someone comes by and delivers food, five bucks. You know, um, I just think when there's not like a set price, I, th- I think five dollars is. Oh yeah, I never tip the people. For that thinking, yeah. But I never had cash so, on. Me, speaking of restaurants and stuff, adding on like the tip, just setting the automatic tip. Last week, me and my friends went to an all-you-can-eat sushi place. They added on a thirty percent tip. Thirty <laughs> percent. Thirty percent. They didn't let you choose. Sometimes they let you no, choose. No, they added on thirty percent. Here's the thing. I normally am a generous tipper. I have no problem giving a good tip. But here's what they do at the all-you-can-eat sushi places is they give you the menu. You order the appetizers. It's like a check-off menu because it's just all-you-can-eat, so they bring giant plates. 
And then after your first menu, if you want a second plate of stuff, they disappear. They do not come this place. My friends have gotten up from our table, found our wait- waiter at another part in the restaurant, and was like, here you go. We've been waiting. One time we waited 45 minutes for them to come back and collect the menu again so we could get more sushi. And then they just add on a 30% tip. Jesus, a third. And you're kind of stuck with it. How much was like, how much is like the, yeah, like, the initial, like, it's what's, like, 20, the... 22 a person, I think, for the all you can eat. Oh my God. So tax and tip. <laughs> so it's like eight. So they're making tip extra, like, what, 10, almost $10, $8? Yeah, yeah. That's fucking crazy. After, after <laughs> tax and tip, it was 34 a person. Look, oh, I have God. no problem if we're, if you're in a group of six and you automatically add on like uh, 20%. Mm hmm. That's fine. Normal tip amount. 30% is a lot for like the service that's not that good. They just, you know, like they're not that friendly. They don't like, like they love all you can eat. Oh, excuse me. They offer all you can eat, but they hate you taking them up on the offer of yeah. all you can eat. It's a nightmare. And then just to add on 30%, it was wild. Yeah. Oh. Um, I went to a restaurant with my friends a couple of weeks ago. And I don't know why this got me mad. They didn't have, they didn't do separate checks. And I, I just, I find that annoying. I just, it's just like, they didn't even ask. It's like, oh, you guys, they didn't do it. They just gave it to it. And then I had to, then I, then I got to sit there and do math. Like, okay, I got to see what I ordered. And then I got to take that and fucking, because someone, because the tip is going to be determined by somebody else. You know what I mean? It's someone else's money. So I paid for all of it. I didn't want to pay for it. It was like over a hundred dollars. So, mm-hmm. so someone else paid for it. And I'm like, oh man, I got a demo this dude forty dollars or some shit to fucking cover everything. It's, it's just, ugh. yeah. Just give me a separate check. I'll tip you myself. I haven't used Venmo in so long, and I think I'm kind of um, boycotting them because the last time they tried to ban me from Venmo. Why did they try to ban you? <laughs> I'm not going to get into specifics. <laughs> I don't know what I can and can't say without he like. Said some, he said something. I said. That's everybody thinks though. I said something. Not, not, okay. not offensive. That's it was awesome. just, just said. I just put it in the caption, uh, randomly had to had to give someone ten bucks, and then um, they said that the order's not. They said it's not going to go through, and then I had to talk with like people in Venmo. They emailed me, and then they okay. to like explain myself. And I was like, I just made a caption. I was like, I don't know why you think this was like offensive. I was like, I just and um, yeah, let's they, use Venmo for fantasy things. Sorry. And uh, I had like a, I had like a two week dispute with them, and then I ended up the guy ended up getting it back and whatnot. But I haven't used it. I think they want me to like um, do some security check or, or something mm. done. So I don't know if I could still use it. I deposited. <laughs> oh, I, I found I found once ago why Mike got banned on them. <laughs> it's not even that bad. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, all I did was say a country's name that might be a little bit problematic, and that's it. <laughs> that's all. I, that's all he said. <laughs> um yeah and i had i had like uh i actually i may i may pull up i actually probably have the email still and i, I sounded very passive aggressive in it because i had mm-hmm. to, i had to act like i had better things to do but i i didn't but <laughs> better to do but then to email venmo back and forth this was like back in july or something maybe like in june and i had to talk to people in uh in venmo about it yep here it is my favorite. Okay, I just, I'm going through all like me and Mike Venmo things. That the uh, the fucking descriptions are layers. Here, here's one. Uh, this is me to him. Chris Benoit's son. Um, Mike Morano paints you. My bitch tastes like candy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> these are bad. <laughs> my biggest baggage is I care too much. <laughs> my biggest baggage. Yeah, I mean, I, toxic. I feel, 
We didn't study for the test. Remember when Chick Fil A pulled up on us? We didn't know what to do. <laughs> oh yeah. We all went to Chick Fil A. Like this is like our first time. Like, what do you guys want? Like, there's no menu. We don't know. Oh. <laughs> and, I, and, and Watlin was like worried about it. Um, he, he didn't know the menu, and that I was, was like, so Watlin, it's not like a, it's not like a test. Like, there, there, there's gonna be a menu. We'll be able to study for it. And then they they pulled down the window and they asked what we wanted. And we had no idea it was on the menu. Last time I came, I was the only one. <laughs> I was shocked that I was the only one who had been to Chick-fil-A. There's no I was shocked. I have a $10 Chick-fil-A gift card that I could use. Cool, you can buy a drink. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it's I'm it's expensive. <laughs> it really is. Hey, what can I buy with a, a drink and fries? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Every, bro, everything's expensive. Yesterday, I went to fucking McDonald's. I got two McChickens. The shit was $5. That shit should be $2. This, this country needs to be a proper fucking nation. <laughs> yeah. Nothing's cheap anymore. It's... I mean, the only thing cheap at McDonald's is the drinks. There's all still a dollar, which is low-key criminal. <laughs> the pandemic things were already getting pretty expensive. I mean, but then it just blew right God. open. Nothing, no, like it shouldn't. The average lunch shouldn't be upwards of fifteen dollars or more. Every meal, I feel like be, every meal is ten dollars now. Like if I get a ten-piece meal, no matter where you go, it's ten dollars. I feel like it was like, I, eight, like, I get like, like two eight years dollars. ago. Like no, it's like ten. If you get like a, a ten-piece, what's it called? Medium fucking McNuggets meal. It's like. Eleven dollars, really? yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I did, also though, I've noticed that Oswego prices were different than McDonald's. I did notice that they were. Came, yeah, Oswego, they were a lot cheap. It was not a lot cheap. You know what? I, you know what I saw for the first time? We were talking about just prices. Um, I saw, and I and I didn't put it on my uh, my Snap story, so people didn't see that I saw it because I've been seeing it on everyone's Snap story. I, I went, when I was driving home, and I hit Pennsylvania. I hit, I went to a gas station. There was a picture of Joe Biden that said, "I did that." Um, on the gas pump. And oh, yeah, I see that all the time. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. I really, you know, I really should just take a picture of it and put it on my Snap Star like everyone does anytime they see that ever. Oh, I see yeah. the, you ever seen the one with the Trump sticker crossed out and shit? And yeah. Like, oh, Biden did that. Oh, like, right. What yeah. has he done, really? <laughs> I feel like, well, Biden's only been president for like a year, but it feels like it's been six years because so we don't, because we don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's been a weird year. Mike, wait, <laughs> what is, Mike, what are you wearing? This is my Mount St. Mary orientation sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I thought it was a serious thing. But I'm like, why is it Mount St. Mary's University? Yeah, isn't that, isn't that the one? I know this one in Maryland. The one in Newburgh is Mount St. Mary's College. Okay, so this is my Newburgh shirt then. I'm going to okay. say <laughs> I don't even have a Newburgh shirt, so congrats. Um, I remember there was a joke. Mike told me a joke. He's like, one day, he's like, yo, Pat, why don't you buy me a Newburgh shirt? And he pressed me for like five minutes. I was like, I don't even have one. Like, yes, you should get me one. And now you I have one. I would wear it. I would wear it so hard, dude. Yeah, now you have one. No, so I went good. to uh, I went to a thrift store. I got this for like five bucks. Uh, my, I saw my sister about going to the thrift store. She's at home. You go to the thrift store. Got to do it right. I'll show you. I was like, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere with you. This is, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it can't be that hard to buy a shirt. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's. I, I find I find thrifting very fun. I have a very fun time doing it. No, I feel like it could be fun. Uh, my experience is tainted because thrifting shopping around Oswego suck for me. But other yeah. than that. AJ found some good stuff. AJ found the, like that that company retreat oh, baseball jersey. I got it right here. I got it right here. <laughs> like here's that picture of him with a baseball glove. <laughs> Look at this. Why the does AJ? Why do you AJ? Why do you no? no. <laughs> besides that, the Las Vegas Country Club. No, besides that, why do you have "Fine Line" by Harry Styles on your door? To relate to the woman. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> I got you also have, wait. You also have "Father of Assad" by DJ Khaled. So I, I do. You gotta take that off the list. That album sucks. But I also have like I also have graduation. I got ASAP Ferg's album. Hoodie season by A Boogie. 
Taking some of my albums on there. I got I got one of those like eighty pack of album covers, so I just put them random ones. I have Ariana Grande. I got Rihanna. I got yeah. I just put up random like. I also got like a movie poster pack thing. I have a Titanic poster. Listen, look at the look at this door. This shit brown wood nineteen seventies door. Where's the handle? It's like that. I locked myself in my closet one time. And my dad. <laughs> and my dad had a chance. They locked me in outside? <laughs> I was playing hide and seek. It went wrong. <laughs> playing hide and seek by himself, but it was <laughs> So my dad had to come with a screwdriver and pop out the door handle. It was a bad time. That, that's happened in my, in my house before, too. My cousin locked himself in the basement a couple times. <laughs> so, Actually, no, no. They I locked himself out of the basement. I'm sorry. <laughs> Random shit up on my walls because I have the disgusting wood brown. This was put up in the 1970s from the woman who owned the house before me. So I try to get as much stuff to cover the walls as possible because it's gross. We're never going to grow up. We're going to have. No. I'm going to. And then I have the Las Vegas Country Club polo that's way too big for me, but I wear it anyway. Yeah, I mean, I got some nice stuff. I, I think I have like a. Um. Institute, uh, technical institute, uh, crew neck that I bought. And then I have $4. this. I bought this. Um, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which it was a. It must have been like a a jersey they got for a company softball team, because this is like a computer software, IT development company. I looked it up. I don't think it's an active company anymore. But yeah, I just have this now, also. So that's kind of fun. Yeah, I've uh, I went I went thrift shopping with my dad like a month ago. We had a ball over there. That's where I got this uh, Newberg sweatshirt. Um, found like a lot of St. John. There was actually like, a couple St. John's things at in like Maryland that That's like that, like St. John shirts and stuff. I mean, it's like it was like two thrift stores in one. It was a huge thrift store, but you know I go there to blow some racks here and there. Some racks. You know, you guys might be right. Now that I'm thinking about it, I didn't think it. I didn't think anything of it when I put it up. I probably should take the DJ Khaled one off, uh, especially that album cover. I should probably yeah, take that off. I just feel like AJ. I just feel yeah for AJ to have like a boogie's post. Uh, like, yeah, I, was like, like, I just I didn't carry it. Like, wouldn't be talking about this, but like, you know, cool. Why is I'm, a I'm boogie a, on your wall? I don't know. You guys are right. I'm a. I'm gonna take this one off. When I think of AJ, I just think. You know the posters behind him make sense. I see. I see a Scarface poster. Um, I oh, think yeah. that's a Billy Joel poster behind them. Too. It is. It is. It's a Stranger album. Okay. We got. Is we that got Furious Scarf- Seven? Is that what? What's above the the Labatt belt? Uh, Entourage. Oh, I thought it said Furious Seven. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I we got. Of AJ's room, I, I think of the. I think of the wooden. I think of the the whole room made of wood. Um, and you need you just staring at the wall. But, but I would think you'd have <laughs> of, like boys to men, like the ultimate. <laughs> yeah, I got I got the Godfather, I got the Knicks, I got Derek Jeter, I got the Giants, the Labatt wrestling belt, Entourage, Billy Joel, Scarface. Then we got uh, what what album covers are there? We got a Kiss album cover. Give me a um, break. <laughs> you are you are you are such a fraud. It's not even funny. Oh, you, 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 you're just you're doing this. I need one of those things for my shoes. That thing got there. Oh, the shoe rack. It's the yeah. best thing is ever. Is that a, is that a Bruce Willis poster all the way on the right? Die Hard, I assume, right? Bruce Willis? No. Good. Is that Crispin Law? Oh. <laughs> no, Chris Jericho. Ah, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I, was, I, I look. It looked like from here. Loki looks like Crispin Law. 
Can you buy a Christmas wall poster somewhere? I, I would buy one in a heartbeat. Probably. <laughs> like on fucking Etsy and some, you can get some like rabbit Wolverine Christmas washers. But yeah, I got um, I got a Megan The Stallion, Alvin Singh, <laughs> Cardi B. Again, I just bought an eighty pack. I didn't question what was in it. I just bought it because it looked cool. Pat had something similar in his room, and then I yeah, just, but it was a lot more expensive. Let me tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I dropped the bands at Walmart for that shit. Hey, you know what I did take from you? What? From your the, room. One I, of the I, Kanye I, things I, I have four of? Jerseys. Oh, yeah. I, I took those. I, I don't even have that up here. I don't have my TV. So, like, yeah. I don't know. It's, I, it's very college of me. It's college I, I, of talk to, I talk to maybe one person a day if I'm not working. Yeah, so sure. may, I might as well make this my little, you know. Your man cave, you know? Man cave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my, my After a while, the only jersey I had up in my room was, was the Kobe and my Arsenal. No? What did you say? I said my fifteen thousand a month man cave minus utility exactly. cable. <laughs> you can buy a Christmas wall crew neck for uh, twenty dollars. <laughs> I buy it. Like I uh, seriously might. You can get a Christmas rabbit Wolverine, a red bubble Christmas wall. You can buy. <laughs> you can buy. <laughs> you can buy the Wikipedia page of, <laughs> of his double murder suicide. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh poster. my god! That was oh man, that's almost Secret Santa this next year. <laughs> oh man, it's called, the, the what's called Wiki Apparel? That's fucking crazy. Well, I mean, that's they're so gonna fun. they're gonna sell like anything Chris Benoit related, like on these like third. Yeah, WWE won't sell it. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, these are looking real nice. If I, man, I just. I'm not going to say if I'm going to get it or not on here. You <laughs> cannot can hang up with Christian Wall I'm going to say that I'm going to stick with my uh, my Roman Reigns shirt <laughs> or something. But off the air, yeah, I might I might get it. I'm, I, I, I'm going to have to re-strategize my whole budgeting for the next six months. I want to get a $20 shirt, but we'll do it. All right. You guys want to wrap this up? Absolutely. All right. I got nothing else to do. I can keep talking for that now. So lost my pen. Just threw it and I lost it. Oh well. <laughs> All right, guys, plug your stuff. Whatever you got to. Whatever. I don't know. I got nothing. Go either. What? I said Pat, go first now. Oh. Oh yeah. Um, Eddie Reinhardt on Parlor. Uh, <laughs> Patrick King on uh, Twitter <laughs> and Instagram. <laughs> Follow me on Twitch. <laughs> I'm streaming now. Me oh, and Mike you? almost went in Warzone last night. He choked it, but it's okay. Pat, you streaming now? <laughs> Yeah, we're streaming Warzone tonight. What do you mean? We're starting an empire. <laughs> Podcasting, streaming. We'll be on YouTube soon. I'm not streaming now. I'm joking. <laughs> I think the goal. I think the goal for this podcast. I think we should set goals, and I think we should make five dollars by 2024. <laughs> <laughs> Just get one ad. Just one ad. <laughs> Honey will sponsor us, man. I'm telling you, because like, what else do they have to do? They don't. It was funny that they they probably give a lot of money out, honey. I don't know how they make money because all they do is make people save money. It, that yeah. makes sense. So I don't get it. And every time I use money, they never find me a fucking deal. So I'm like, oh, you already had the best deal. Oh. Uh, Eddie Reinhardt on Warzone and Parlor. And Mike Morano, 44, on Twitter. AJ Batista with two A's at the end of Batista on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, that's it. All right, guys. RP Air Force Ones, $100. Oh, now. we didn't even talk about that. White woman jacked up the prices <laughs> of Air Force One. The it great words of my good friend, AJ Batista. Nothing makes the situation worse than a white woman. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even fathom. It's always, it's been $90 since the dawn of time. 
since the invention of color television, Air Force Ones have been 90 bucks. They have it. They came out. (laughs) (laughs) Now they're 100 bucks. Just cut this. (laughs) All right, we'll cut. We'll cut it. (laughs) All right, take care, everybody.